What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What's good, everyone? It's Marcus or Pink. <laughs> what up, everyone? It's Charles or Chuck. And what's up, everyone? It's Matt or Has. Uh, I don't know if that was because we're all so fucking tired from Summit. And then also two of us traveling to Hawaii and the other two He's traveling back to the other. Yeah, traveling back yeah. to the other side of the USA. But holy fuck, I forgot how tiring, how exhausting it is to be at Summit. It's the best experience ever in Smash. But once I hit the plane and I sat down in my seat, I was like, I am so fucking wiped out. Holy yeah. shit. I'm physically tired. Like, physically, yeah. like, sore. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. just doing so much, walking around so much, traveling to Hawaii afterwards. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah, and even uh, when you think about it, too, media day is on Wednesday, so everyone traveling I has left to fly Tuesday. Tuesday, right? And then coast when to you coast. leave, you fly out Monday. So it is literally, if you count the two days of flying, just a whole week-long experience. Yep. Seven days. It really is, man. And it, the whole thing with it, too, is kind of like, when you're at a tournament... And this is a part, this is also like a part of what makes Summit so special, right? Because when you go to Summit, when you lock in for media day, you're at the studio the entire day. So that's, what was it, nine until nine, basically, Charles, like 12 hour days or 10 hour yeah. days, basically, oh, there, yeah. every single day. Um, and most people are streaming, hanging out, playing Smash, but it's like your social battery doesn't get a fucking chance to reset yeah. because after the 9 p.m., call time ends for being at the studio. We obviously went and hung out in each other's hotel rooms and played more friendlies. And then we went out, we saw John wick actually, like we were always social the entire time. Like it truly is like a 14 or 15 hour day every yeah. day of being social. So like by the time I was like, just done talking to people like on the plane, I was like, I am just, uh, it doesn't hit you until you're, you're yeah. gone. So. And to be pretty blunt, like I'm not the most, like obviously I, I know all of you and I love all of you, but I'm not the most social person on the planet. Um, I have my limits. And like you said, it's not like you just play your matches and, and go back to your room. It's 9 a.m. to to 9 or 10 p.m. It's it's a it's a full thing, but it's also a beautiful experience, though. Like it's not it's not like we regret it or anything. It's just it's just a busy week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And from for me going from like watching all the time to, you know, this be yeah. my first summit, which also thank all of you. That yeah. uh, helped me get yeah, there. I was so glad you were there, Marcus. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was amazing. It it was like way different because when you're watching at home, there's like a break after every yeah. match. You know what I mean? It's like oh, match break, match break, or maybe two matches, then a break or something like that. So in my mind, I'm like, Shh, all right, watching. All right, time to get up and like I can go somewhere, do something else. Like it's just like a bunch of different breaks. And um, but when you're there in person, you're like. Oh, there is actually no break. Like this is this is just like twelve hours of practicing. You eat twice um, while you're there, and then the rest of it's practicing, streaming, like talking to everybody else, watching the matches, studying, like all all the different things you do as a competitor. It's 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 brutal. By like day two, I was like. <sighs> I don't know if I can make it, bro. This is tough. Yeah. Like I started coming to the venue at like 1 p.m. Like I just it was it was too much because as co commentators and this is something that was really interesting to me, commentators and players have to get there earlier than everyone else. So they had to wake up to leave or so they were leaving around like nine o'clock. 
like 9 a.m. to get there. So be, we had to be there by 9. So I was usually yeah. waking up around 7.30. Right, right. And like we couldn't even get there where you could. But it was like suggested that the VIPs got there a little later, like 10.30 or so. So like just that is like a couple hour difference of when they have to wake up and they're working the whole time. I felt so bad for y'all at some point. I was like, geez, man, like these days are so long. <laughs> but it was, it was really a great experience. I'm kind of sad that... You know, it's the last one or yeah. like I'm extremely sad, but I'm kind of sad that I never pushed myself to try to go before this one, you know, um, yeah. but it was it was truly a great experience helping like talking to Gavin through all his matches and like spectating that and then like seeing Void's return and like that was really cool because we roomed together um, and just talking to him about how he felt about the weekend and then obviously hanging out with everyone that was there. Um it was it was truly like a, an experience I'll never forget, and I really wish I took more pictures. Like, yeah, I always <laughs> say that about everything I do. I'm yes. not like a picture or video guy. I wasn't, but I feel like now that I'm like starting to think about like what I'll tell my kid like yeah. about me, you know, like I kind of wish I had this picture. Be like, hey, like this was the thing like way back when, you know, when they're like. 20 or 30 or whatever like this is what i did when i was around yeah. this age you know so yeah well, no, kind of you got, sucks, those, but... you got those two pictures of me and you where you're just frowning and holding a drink so that's pretty good yep they're like what were you drinking lemonade true 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah unless they're like 25 i'm like oh it's a marg yeah <laughs> yeah after party lemonade aka marg <laughs> yeah uh the announcement going down for luminosity that was crazy yeah i I was trying to like going into recording this i'm trying to think like where do i start because so much has happened so it's like it's like oh yeah that that crazy announcement with uh me and leo on luminosity happened so there's that holy shit because you land you had keeping that a secret was tough huh right you had to record for that yeah yeah so i flew in tuesday and went to luminosity's hq (laughs) to do that so i even had a little bit of an extra thing going on there um yeah it was a it was a it was a big announcement it was a great way to like start off the the player intros and um the way i see the luminosity partnership is um smash has been going through like a lot of like just you know down downwards like trajectory uh and it felt like me and leo not only getting a new sponsor but being on the same team is like a really nice like spark to the community and I was hoping that would be the reaction, like more excitement rather than like, you know, just rough things going on. And I, I feel like it went really well. Um, so I'm excited for the future with, with luminosity and, um, and, you know, maybe even doing doubles with Leo Meister's on the team as well. Um, there's just, there's a lot of potential, I think. Oh yeah. And, there's also a little bit of grim news. Obviously, light not being able to make it out to. Yeah, I, I did want to talk about that too. Yeah. yeah, that that really sucked. I mean, we 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 love hanging out with light throughout the whole entire weekend yeah. for the most part. So just not being able to hang out with him and obviously watching him play, he brings a whole another character into the fray that no one else plays at that level, right? So yeah. just very Bro. unique in that sense. That was a huge L, obviously personality and play style wise like no one can replace light but i yeah. think we got as close to second place as we could get in terms of a unique character mm-hmm. fucking oh. high play style amazing personality and for him obviously i'm talking about sky j by the way and for I him you're talking about big d 
Oh, well, dude, yeah, right. Hey, yeah. we got a couple of those, right? Yeah, yeah. Kage too, great personality yeah. and a snake at that level. I mean, this tournament really did show off all of those guys in such a great way. Yes. Um, and Sky J, Light has been there and proven himself time and time again. He never won a summit, which breaks my fucking heart because he obviously is one of those people that could have. And I love Light as a player and as a person. But giving Sky J another chance to shine after his run at Collision was so fucking deserved and so awesome. He even won the run back against Riddles, like kind of fucking smoked him in that matchup, which is insane. Um, so I was very, you know. Like I said, no one can replace Light and no one can replace his personality, his play style or anything, but we came pretty fucking close with Sky J, which was really awesome. Yeah. Big W on that one. Yeah, anyway. I was actually really missing Light the whole weekend. He's like, um, it actually was hitting me to the point where I was actually a little emotional and I was having a hard time figuring out how I was going to play Summit out because he's like my practice partner for this. It kind of just randomly became a regular thing at tournaments with him and Cosmos. Um, I even reached out to him. I was like, yeah, I'm having a hard time getting into the competitive like mode right now. Like, I don't know what to do when you're not here, like playing and pushing me because to, to put it quite honestly, like light wins more games against me than most people in the world, like in a practice session. Cause, um, you know, some people have mentioned it, but like when I play friendlies with someone, like I usually do even better than I do in tournaments. <laughs> um, and light will beat my ass and like really get the 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 wheels turning and like the competitive drive started going into a tournament but i just couldn't get into like get focused for summit like the announcement happened like there's so much going on i'm traveling to hawaii the next week and like i just didn't i couldn't get prepared mentally and you know we talked a little bit and yeah i just i i just missed having him there there's no one that can replace his play style or play fox the way he can um, his competitiveness is just unrivaled. Um, so I was really missing him a lot, but it ended up being a fantastic event. And a couple things did happen that got me very, very <laughs> competitive, like competitively ready and focused and like, just like, you know, just ready to fight. Uh, so thank you to the, to that situation that happened. <laughs> and yeah, I ended up, uh being locked in and focused so nice nice and i mean even just I, I i guess walk us through you know your matches right you started off with pools some it's a very unique event because yeah you jump right into the fray there's no warming up in pools right there's it's a very yeah play the best player in the world right now yeah exactly and yeah. you kind of go right into it but then there's some caveats to it too right where it's like oh well you know, you're until you get to gauntlet phase, when you lose, it doesn't necessarily mean you go into loser's bracket, right? Yeah. So some of the pools matches, obviously, they're still important because you want to go for that top seed so you don't even have to play through the gauntlet phase. Um, but you still ended up in the gauntlet phase, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually... Because Proto won your pool. This is probably the, the smoothest groups and gauntlet has ever gone for me. Because usually I don't win any sets until final bracket or something like you know it's usually really really rough for me like charles said it's unique and i think a lot of usual household names struggled this the weekend too i think there's always someone that you expect to be like in the final phases of the tournament that just struggles with the environment and just doesn't really get the ball rolling um wasn't me this time which is cool usually it's me um i had a weird pool 
it, the seating was me, Proto, Aaron. Uh, me, Proto, Big D, Aaron. So I was the first seed. So my first match was Aaron. So my first match of the last summit ever is a Diddy Ditto. So I'm just like I'm nervous. Um, yeah, I feel like that. Uh, there's a little bit of extra nerves there when you're doing a Ditto. Um, I think it attacks your pride. It attacks your ego a little bit because you're fighting someone that's using the same character as you. And, you know, playing in that situation can kind of hurt your ego because if you lose to your own character, it's like, you know, what can you really say? Um, and, and I hate to bring it up, but he did beat you at the last summit. In the exactly. Day, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was nervous. And in my opinion, um, I think throughout the history of Diddy Kong and Ultimate, he always felt like the pinnacle of the of the Diddy Ditto. Um, like I always thought he was the strongest person I played at it. And I feel like a lot of the players I've played at were actually good at it. I think um, Rivers from my state is uh, state of New Jersey is actually really good at it and got me started um, at being competitively ready for it. And then I think losing to Aaron at Summit 3 really forced me to study up and focus for it. And I actually think I'm really, really good at the ditto now. Um, and I think it, it showed uh, where it needed to when I played Aaron um, this weekend. And Aaron also was playing really shaky. I think Aaron could say the same things about why he would be nervous, like first match, character ditto, like just a rough start. So um, that's like rough that he couldn't really get the ball rolling. But um, I felt good like and confident that like I was able to like win that solidly like going into the rest of my matches because it just got weirder from there like my next match was against ice climbers like it doesn't get any weirder than that and you know the best ice climbers at that but my sephiroth has been more tournament ready and actually playing in tournaments so i'm not forced to go diddy and i was able to beat big d with sephiroth the, the previous encounter so i just did that i won three one which usually is just how it goes. I usually win most of the games and like have one close call and then went finish out the set. Like it's usually something like that. So we'll see how it, how it goes in the future if we play again. Because obviously it's kind of like he has to figure things out and I, my game plan is going to be so similar just because it's a sword character versus ice climbers. So we'll see how much I have to change or how much we even play each other in the future. So I was happy. I won my two matches. Like I was done for the day or whatever. Um, and I was just studying up for Proto. I, I took a lot of Min Min notes, talked with Marcus. Marcus gave me some notes. Um, and that was going into Saturday. So I play Proto. I win the first game, and it kind of just gets rough from there. Uh, as I was saying, I was really focused on the Min Min, and I ended up getting smoked by the Lucina. Like it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't on my radar at all. It's not like I wasn't expecting to play against it. I just expected it to be a classic Diddy Kong versus Sword character scenario where I would just win the matchup. Because it's not like I haven't played versus Lucina. But I just haven't played against that. Mm-hmm. Like that. The, the it he is, Lucina. He's significantly yep. improved since our last Diddy Lucina encounter too. Um, it felt like playing Spargo. It felt like an uphill like losing battle. It really did, which is crazy. Um so and the min min also was really difficult too i feel like i played really poorly like i tried my best to apply the notes but as it got more nerve-wracking i feel like i strayed from it um and i just felt like my execution wasn't on point compared to the previous day so not gonna lie i was like fuming i was really really angry 
I knew that I only had to win one more set to be in winners for the day. And I honestly thought I would be fine, but I was really, really upset. And the only person I wanted to play was Proto. Um, I didn't really care about anything else anymore. Was he, was he, on, was he the list? Yeah, he, he still is the only person on the list. Still? I, yes. <laughs> Damn. Uh, he's the only person I want to beat still. And I, I kind of like, Akol is kind of someone I want to beat too, but it's not like a, like a f- angry fire. Like for Proto, I actually just want to beat him more. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I played Sky J after that and Sky J almost beat me, uh, which is crazy. Cause it's Diddy Kong versus Incineroar. I think Diddy, Diddy can get banana all the time versus the slowest character in the game. So that means Diddy wins the matchup. It might've been the match for us. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Huh? The, the three stock game five, right? The three stock game five. Yeah. We were talking earlier. Yeah. Before and, yeah. I was a little nervous for myself going into it because I was playing on my like angry side, which I've done a few times in the past. And sometimes it doesn't work out because I like, am not thinking straight and I'm just playing with rage. Um, but I, I feel like I tried my best to focus regardless, but I was very angry the entire time. But I ended up winning, and, like, yeah, it was, like, a, a big game five win. And I just viewed it as, like, all right, like, I, I just can't lose until I play, play Proto again. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry, Sky <laughs> Um But, yeah, so I ended up winning that. So I was, like, okay, at least I'm in winners for the day, like, it was. I'm so ex- used to the worst case scenario when I'm at Summit going into the final bracket, like barely scratching into the winner's bracket. But this time I only won or I only lost one set. So if anything, it was a big improvement. Um, and then going into Sunday, my first match was Apollo Kage. So I think Diddy Kong loses to Snake pretty bad. Um, and I actually think Sephiroth wins the matchup. I actually recently made some matchup charts, so maybe you could see more of that on my YouTube or something, if you, if you care. Um, so I went Sephiroth the whole set. I won the first couple games and I was like, damn, this is like going really smoothly. And, uh, from there, I just, he started playing better. I think I got complacent a little bit and, um, I ended up closing it, it out game five though. Uh, and, if I won that, I was basically going to play the winner of Riddles and Proto. So sorry, Riddles. I was hoping Proto would win and I would win so I could play Proto again. <laughs> uh, and that Proto set was very, very close. Um, I tried Sephiroth out because I had it before. Lost that game versus Min Min. That matchup was really tough. Um, then did I win Did I win Diddy Min Min after that? I think so. I think so, yeah. And then, I, it was, I, then it was 1-1, then he went Lucina against your Diddy, right? Then I think I lost. I was down 2-1 versus the Diddy-Lucina, game three. Then I won Diddy-Min-Min, game four. Then I won Diddy-Lucina, game five. And it was just really close. So that was the most tense and exciting set for me. Um, Interesting. But going into this moment, like it was the most exhausted I felt afterwards. You know what I mean? But... Seth, we I interviewed cool. you after that one, right? We on the mic. We put. We told yeah. you to come up. We asked you your feeling. You're like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Oh shit. But I was really happy that it felt like it was actually like a real 50-50 kind of grind with Sephiroth and Diddy from pools to main bracket, like up to this point, like going into, a, I guess, grand finals. It felt like I was really using both of them in like a really reasonable on paper way, and it was like efficient, and it felt cool because. 
I feel like some, I feel like most of the time when like it comes down to like the important moments, I'm usually just a Diddy player, but I feel like my Sephiroth, I've worked so hard on him. Like I play him so much. I study him so much. I think about playing the game from his perspective so much. Like, and I was honestly like pretty emotional that I was able to like, it felt like I was actually just straight up a Sephiroth player sometimes during such an important moment. And like, I'm sure some people can understand, but like playing that character is like unlike playing like pretty much any character in, in Ultimate. It is so hard and, and, and it's for like really weird, vague reasons. It's not, it's, it's a lot of the time, it's not always about what's on the screen. Like there's so many times where you can't press anything. He can be so, it's like, it's like he's from Brawl. Like it's like he's not Ultimate and he's like not even Smash 4. Like he's so difficult. Um, and um, I'm just glad I was able to get as far as I could. I ended up playing Big D in Winners Finals, and it's like, what do I? What? He's in Winners <laughs> Finals with Ice Climbers of like the hardest thing ever. Um, like on paper, fantastic. I wasn't feeling nervous. It was more so like, this is really weird, and he is incredible for getting here. And even the matches were really close, like Sephiroth Ice Climbers, and he's still like. Afterwards, like like Marcus and Cosmos was talking to me, like they're like, like what, like what's up, like what's going on, like, and I'm like, no, like he's just the best player in the world. <laughs> like I don't know what yeah. to say. Like I don't care about this matchup thing anymore. I know it's Sephiroth favored, but bro, I'm exhausted. Um, and then Grand Finals was Aquila. I had never played Aquila or Sephiroth before, so I was excited. It felt like a good way to end the tournament. Um, like someone I hadn't played this weekend. And I almost did it, man. And like, um, verse every time I've ever played Aqua, it feels like I almost do it. And he just adapts really fast, and he just changes playstyles really fast, and just moves the goalpost. <laughs> like it just, he can just, he can make it like ungraspable, I guess. Uh, and it's it's insane. Um, but yeah, uh, I I could have played a lot better. I actually think I played pretty poorly overall, but that's fine. Such a long week. Um, and like, you know, the harder it got, like the farther, you know, the win was, especially once once you reset the bracket, I was only able to win one game instead of two games. Like he was just pulling away slowly. Um, and it's exhausting fighting that character. But, you know, after thinking for a while, like, you know, traveling to Hawaii, like I've been here for a little bit, like I haven't been playing Smash, just thinking about everything. Like, it's really cool that he won. Like, congrats, like young kid, like final summit, like someone that hasn't won summit before. Um, and you can tell that he's passionate and he's working hard. Like he's a quiet kid. Um, just, just a, a cool victory. Like to, to wrap it up. Um, yeah. Regardless of like you know Steve or character stuff, like or matchup stuff, like you know a new champion is a new champion, and that's always interesting. So congrats to to you, Akola, and uh, that was that was my run. It was a it was a fun one. It was exhausting. It was you know both characters, and I was even saying before we were recording, like kind of just like being being a little arrogant, saying like you know I, I'm just proud of my Sephiroth because um, it's been it's been a really hard journey with that character. Um, but it's really cool to feel like he's at least somewhat caught up to Diddy and he can like he can fight the fights that usually only Diddy could. Um, 
And of course, I'm happy to be a Diddy player too. Like they're just the two coolest characters in the game. No contest. So (laughs) sorry if I talk. Sorry if I talk too much. But that's pretty much it. No, you didn't. But I think you ended on such a good note. Well, first off, Ken and Richter are obviously cooler than those two gyms. (laughs) Zebrov, he has a case. Diddy, Jimmy Kong. I don't think so. (laughs) Jimmy Kong. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Akola's run, like you said, regardless character, all that stuff for such a young kid. He beat Karama twice. 3 0 MK Leo, 3 0 yeah. Gluto, beat Proto in a game five, which is fu- really yeah. fucking hard. Lost to Big D, then learned the matchup and 3 0 him in the same day. And then he beat you twice, too. Like that run yeah. is one of the most legendary runs in Smash Ultimate history. Like it just, it just really is. Like, um, and yeah, it, he's just watching him play and adapt and optimize. It's like, Steve has so many broken things about him as a character and he plays the fundamentals just so well at such a top level. So congrats to Akola. And I think something we talked about on the couch a lot too, is that this tournament, it feels so different for so many different reasons. Maybe it's because it was the last summit and we were feeling that in some sort of way, or maybe it was really just that things are becoming different in ultimate. We're seeing an Incineroar succeed at a top level. We're seeing an ice climbers more than succeeded at a top level. We're seeing Mario come back into the meta in a huge way. We saw Leo not hit top eight twice in a row in two weekends for tournaments, which is unfucking believable. Spargo getting 13th at a summit. Like all this shit is insane. This game is so hard to stay consistent at. And I think if anything, it's such credit to consistent top players such as Leo and you and Gluto and Light and Spargo and everyone for doing the damn thing every weekend. But I think it just goes to show where we're at in the meta and also how special and how different the tournament format is at Summit. Yeah. So, yeah. Towards the end, like, the tournament wasn't even over. Like, around, like, when I'm sitting in winner's finals or grand finals, like, mentally, like, I know what's happening after the weekend. Like, it's over. Like, there's no Summit. Like, this kind of special thing isn't going to happen again. You know, and I was taking a walk, trying to mentally get ready into like warrior mode, like ready to play. Like, but I'm like emotional and like tearing up, like just outside walking by myself because it's like, you know, I'm just so grateful for them. Like, they're so kind and like passionate and unique. Um, and like, just thank you for everything. Like, I was at every single Ultimate Summit, but one. I was at five of these things. Like, I've been around for a long time. And like, before the tournament was even over, like, I couldn't help but think about it. Um, and even like all these players, like I've known some of them for so long and I ha- sometimes I sit next to them, even if I'm playing with them or not, like just chatting, like, and I have such an urge to sit them down and, and like try to tell them like, you are amazing. Like yeah. you are incredible at what you do. And it is like you said, incredible doing this like week to week, month to month, like showing up, doing your thing, like working hard, like. Like regardless of all the crazy chaotic things in Ultimate, like you keep fighting, you keep trying, keep using your characters. Like, like Mutace with Peach, for example. Like every time I see him, like I, I just want to tell him. Like I don't know if like I'm sure people are telling him this all the time, but I want to tell him as like a fellow competitor for a long time. Like especially because like Diddy and Peach are so high maintenance. Like I want to like as a friend be like, you are doing amazing things. Like <laughs> and like so many players. Like I just. <laughs> Like it's like some to some of them I don't even know that well, and I just want to be like I admire what you do. You know what I mean? Like it's incredible, and just thank you to everyone, the players, the like BTS, like the people watching. Like you know, I was I was thinking about like saying things like that, like even on the mic, like just as a final like send off, like like 
just thank you. Like I've been, I've been playing this game for so long and like the true reasoning, right. Is like, I want to show the world like my smash brothers, you know what I mean? Like what, what I think is cool, what I, um, think is interesting and skillful and like my favorite characters and what you can do with them. Like that's always been the, the, the passion behind it. And like that passion, you know, what's crazy about it. It started in Hawaii with people like Charles and his friends just trying to play smash and doing cool things in combo videos. And that's all the way in New Jersey, a little kid. I started playing for that reason and it translates into, into smash. And that's why I started. Well, and you've been that, and it's and it's crazy. Now I'm in Hawaii for the first time in my life because of Smash. It's crazy. But full circle, you've been that person for people too, though. You've inspired a lot of people with your play, with you know everything that you do to, to be fucking sick at Smash. Like that's the coolest. Bring yeah, it, it's it's like a it's a chain reaction, right? It, it and that's yeah. I think that's what's so cool about like just smash in general and that goes for the melee community that goes for the current smash community current smash community has gone through multiple games but even melee has more time than us and has multiple eras you know what i mean like yeah pre-doc even like all the other just stuff. looking at leo in the room and we're wearing the same jersey what that the was heck? that what shit was insane bro i i knew not that you leaked it earlier or anything but i knew that was happening via secret source <laughs> and i still fucking got chills like still straight up because i didn't know that you guys were doing like a video or any of those things yeah. like whatever but when i saw i was like i legitimately got chills and i had an idea of what was going on so that was very fucking cool very very cool yeah and even gluto you want to say hi we're recording for the podcast gluto's even, here even this guy this guy's my favorite player because he's working with a character that i love and he's doing it every every tournament you know what i mean what up gluto <laughs> bonjour and just like you, know, you can say that for all of them, but yeah, like I remember when Leo first came to America for some tournaments, like couldn't speak yeah. English yet. He's like a little kid. Like I was a teenager at the time and like, it's just crazy. All this starts happening. It's, and it's, and I think what's so emotional about it is it feels like an ending to a story while like a new story starting at the same time. So things are happening so fast. So sometimes I can't collect my thoughts, but like, it's like, there's just so much going on for whether it's like, you know, an ending or a beginning, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so emotional. I mean, BTS has changed so many lives in so many ways. And even when I think about it, the, uh, the first thing when I heard the news was just thinking about the staff, you know? I mean, for us, it's like we lose a tournament, but for the staff, they're losing their jobs, right? So, like, the, the BTS staff is always putting a thousand percent effort into every single event they do, whether it's for ultimate or whether it's for melee or whether it's for, you know, Dota and they've done TFT, they've done Pokemon. So yeah, man, it's, uh, it's crazy that, you know, it's all coming to an end, but I wish the best for the staff. And, you know, at the end of the day, it sucks. It's sad, but they left their mark. They truly have left a incredible legendary mark into the smash community into the history books of smash and many other esports so the to be able to do that and be a part of that i feel extremely honored yeah it's like michelle from bts who we've worked with on for a couple of things including stuff for the podcast she said it wasn't a job but a once in a lifetime journey which i thought that was just the right way to say it and talking to coney and all the other casters and everyone after is that 
we talk about how special Summit was because it was such a unique tournament format, which is different for competition, but also just as an opportunity to get to know everyone, to understand who they are, where they're from. There's not a thousand, two thousand people there for the tournament. It's like 20 people, right? And you're there all day. Like we kind of talked about this earlier where it's like you all show up to the studio together. It's like this thing where we're all in this together. We're all going to have a great time and make this a great experience. And it is a place where... Um, and Cody and I were talking about this where a lot of like my best friendships in Smash were really developed and a lot of my friends and best memories from Smash were from BTS and from Summit. Even though I was only there as a commentator twice and once as a uh, VIP, that's where I met like Vish and Chillin. I became very close with them at the first Summit and like just got to know them, people I never would have met otherwise or spent time with otherwise. Probably, who knows, maybe. But it was just... That this every day it felt it was like Majora's Mask in a way where it's like fuck we're like getting closer to this ending, yeah. Um, but then like it would disappear because we'd all be like casting and playing and it was so fun. And then uh, the final day came and when the camera shut off, it was just like fuck <laughs> this shit's over. Um, and it was such a bummer, but it was the best and then also like the hardest goodbye. So it was it was beautiful. Um. So thank you, yeah. Thanks, BTS. I don't know what else to say. There's no real words that <clears throat> can capture what they've done for the scene and for me personally with my friendships and everything in Smash. So it was it was such a goal for so many people just to be a part of that experience, just to be there because it was so special. So we'll, we'll see what happens. We always move on. We always find something as a community. But like Charles said, they left an eternal and great mark on smash melee and ultimate and dota and everything else they touched though yeah um it was kind of tough when i was standing there uh because it was my first time doing the like oh the person won the tournament who's akola we gotta go like welcome them right so i'm sitting there we're all we're clapping it up yeah akola woo! this is my first time i've never i've always seen it on the stream but this is how it feels to clap it up Clap, clap, clap. Oh my gosh, I call it. And, you know, the victory questions and all this. And then they went from like this, like, really joyous, like, yeah, victory to like, oh, this is it. This is the end. Oh, and like, you know, everybody's saying, like, what BTS has done for them and like, how many summits they've been to commentating, like all the experiences that they had there. I mean, it's it. They truly did do a lot for a lot of people. Like I even saw someone say something about like, um, like you get to learn the players' personalities more. It's just through the skits. Like, but I'm sure the first time, like they wrote out a skit, half the community was probably like, this is stupid. And the other half was probably like, oh, this is pretty cool. But then like, each summit you are waiting for the skits you know i wonder what it's going to be this time yeah. right like i'm so excited like who's going to be in this skit like, and you get to you get to learn a lot about players that if you're not following them on their stream like think about bts numbers compared to most players stream numbers right like summit numbers you're hitting 50,000 people watching you know what i mean like no like individual smash streamers hitting that so you get to like see them on like a grand scale and they really were able to like build their brands through it. It's, it's just so many like cool things that changing from spectating every summit to being at the summit, like helped me experience 
um how people would like be chilling together like in between every match was super cool like how each person like prepares for some of their matches like some people like play infinite right so they like playing for you know 10 hours a day they just play 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 all right time for a break for food all right back to playing play 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 ak that dude plays bros every like five ping you want to play sure like i'm down to play right like um that that dude is a grinder riddles is a grinder like you almost always see them like playing right and there's other people who like i'm gonna throw them under the bus sometimes most of the time gavin don't be playing he just be chilling but he did say at uh during the event which was really interesting he was like i think it was like day two or three he was like man i miss light like i don't feel like playing and i know he mentioned that earlier in the podcast but he like actually said it out loud like yeah like I really don't feel like playing anyone here. Like, the doesn't. I don't feel like practicing. Like, light's not here, and I'm, I'm not playing. So it could have been that. Yeah, I uh, just had a hard time. I also, it's not even like a. That wasn't like a once, once like an occasional thing. It, that's usually the case. I don't play as much as you would think. When it's when it's outside of the tournament, I play. I play every day, obviously. Um, but a lot of like I meditate every day of competing. I I exercise. I like um, like I, I do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's like in the background. Show us my nephew Hawkins. <laughs> so it's like it was super super cool to like um, like just talk to Gavin in between matches, and you know his he's a little different, right? So like he's like, all right, I'll be back in ten minutes. Got to go meditate, like. We're talking out game plans versus certain characters like Big D. We're talking about like certain angles in which things were happening and like what he should be doing in certain positions, like how Ice Climber is a little more grounded. So that's why y'all been like, why is he down smashing so much? Now y'all know, like, right? Like, um, so there's there's a lot of like things that with him, it's not so much about like playing versus people to warm up. It's like, okay, is my execution good? I'm gonna go and train him mode, practice for a little bit all right, I'm good. Time to go meditate, get my mind ready. Cause Gavin's usually biggest issue is like his mental, right? So it's like preparing his mental. Um, other people like riddles, they need their execution to be on point. So they're going to play all day. Cause if you drop in Kazuya combos, see ya, like you're losing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's different for everyone. Um, and that was, that was really cool to see in um, just people on their stream, like all the different, like, fun side events that they were having i don't know it was it was like strange in a way because i'm so used to let's go mars um i was so used to going to a tournament there being eight million people there you hang out with your friends for like a couple days and then you go home right you get to see like 10 people when they're not playing when you're not playing right but there's so much downtime in between each match. Like, if you want to hang out with your friends, you hang out with your friends for, like, a couple hours, right? Like, you get to really, like, build those relationships and connections, which is what, like, Charles and Haz were saying, right? Like, you, you're with the same people for, like, a week. I, most people won't even go on vacation with their, like, friends and family for a week, right? Like, <laughs> you just you just don't. You get tired of them. You're oh, like, bro, yeah. I'm over these people, man. Like... So it, it was it was super cool. Um, it was a great experience for me personally. Um, 
it was really strange because I was I was helping a lot of people practice because you know Proto was there, was there and everyone would play against Mimin. And I was playing people and I was like, I was doing really well versus most people. And like, I, I don't know, for some reason, I just didn't expect that. Like, you know, it was just some of the best players in the world. Um, and I'm like positive on a lot of them when we're playing. And I, I get it. Like I play Mimin, not everyone's super good at the matchup. Um, but also like, I like felt like I finally was giving myself some credit. Like I get that not everyone's good at the matchup, but some of the people I was talking to, they would be like, oh, um, you want to play? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, I think that like my character does really well in this matchup. And then I would play them and they're like, what? <laughs> they're like, they're like struggling <laughs> to take games. Right. And they're like, man, I like destroy this other person in the matchup who's like, you know, really good or whatever. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, they, they're like supposed to be really good. Like how good am I? You know? And I like, I had that like question, like burning in my head all weekend, like, how good am I? And like, but then I like had this weird thing where like, how good am I? Except I'm married and about to have a kid. Like, you know, like it's like, what what's next for me was like what was really like burning through my head. And a lot of times when I was saying goodbye to people, I was like, you know, <clears throat> like saying bye to like Mars and like everyone here. I was like, you know, bye. And I don't know when this next the next time I see you is gonna be. You know, because kids in two months oh man Gavin come on <laughs> um yeah I don't know the next time I'm gonna see you you know like kid in two months it could be three months it could be six months it could be a year so it's kind of like tough like thinking about that but then you know what's been burning in my head today it's all good Yoshidora can do it it's all good American Yoshidora, it's all good. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's been where I've been mostly. Uh, so I'm actually really glad I went to Summit because I don't think I would have come to that realization without that. Like, oh, this is like kind of my last hurrah for a little bit, but also there are people in the world that are married with kids, with a job that can perform at literally the highest level, like. That's like one of the best players in Japan, which is one of the strongest regions, maybe the strongest region in the world. And like, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be necessarily the best player or whatever, but I can continue doing something that I love, right? That like have been doing for 15 years, right? So that was like super cool to come to that realization. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, it's, I think this week was one of the most emotional roller coasters for everyone. Right. In terms of highs and lows, it's like, oh, my God, it's Summit. This you know, tournament's amazing. Holy shit. But then it's the last one. So it's like you, you go in with the mentality of let's let's go out with the bang. But at the end of the day, once the bang is over, it's like it. the whole week just felt like just bouncing back and forth between high and low. Emotions. That's what it felt like for me. Some mornings I'd be super grumpy and I'm like, why am I grumpy? Or even at night I'll be grumpy for some reason. Maybe I'm exhausted or maybe I'm just like salty from friendlies, but there's also a combination of just like me being salty at the fact that this is the last one. Right. And just like salty slash like sad about it and stuff. So I felt like it was, uh, again, just an emotional roller coaster for everyone. There's I mean, never going to be another Sorry, there's never gonna be another mafia throw like that in existence. <laughs> yeah. God, I could only <laughs> take so much, dude. I could Holy only take so much. Shit. It's literally I... your banner picture on Twitter now. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> Holy fuck. I love AK, and you know what's funny? You were talking about AK wanting to grind. 
he came up to me and asked me to play friendlies. I've there's not like Gavin will do it um, because you know we just play and has and stuff. But like for the most part, other top players will not come up to me and ask me to grind. But AK did, and I was like, yep. oh shit. And we were talking about like the Fox matchup and stuff like that. So uh, AK was definitely a grinder. But AK also is one of the worst mafia players I've ever seen. But there's always room for improvement. <laughs> There's always room for improvement, AK. All right, it's just a game. There's definitely so room for improvement on that. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, the bar is pretty fucking low. Okay. All right. So <laughs> yeah, you were yeah you were involved in that too. Holy All right, shit. so AK, if you're ever in that situation again, you could have just voted me off, right? So we could have agreed to vote me off, and I didn't even realize this play when I was there. So that's, this is also part of my bad. But has told me later that like there was a guaranteed win if we just voted myself off, and then on. The next night, AK fires at Mars because he knows Gavin was town. confirmed town. Yes. Right, confirmed town. So I didn't even see that play, but <laughs> I, I feel like AK oh, just man. wanted to go out as the anime pro tag. Like, yeah. Luffy hat on, you know I, what I mean? Bro, like, <laughs> I, I can't believe he made it to the final second of last night as Vigi. Like, that statistically is almost impossible. Like, it's really Vigi making it that long and not shooting too. I don't know if I've ever seen that before, to be honest with you. It's insane. Thank God. I uh, I don't know. Like hearing Marcus speak, I um, you almost like I I almost cried, but um, I didn't get to say bye to you. I was sad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I feel bad, but I I don't know. I just want to thank y'all for for being there, and especially like like Marcus, like 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 you said, Proto is in my pool, but we didn't play a single game. But that's because you know me, and instead of that, we just talked. We talked and talked and talked. We talked about situations, what I could do, what I wasn't gonna do. Um, and thank you. You've known me like longer than most people, and in, in terms of like who knows me and my form of Smash, like you probably know it, you know, better than almost everyone, if not everyone. Um, so thank you. I was really happy you were there because I've been competing a long time. You know, I've had a lot of close, like, you know, I've always been trying to be the best and I've suffered like a lot of really tough losses. And y'all have always been there for me and believed in me. And I've even won some of these big tournaments. And just thank you for everyone that's watched. Thank you to Summit. Thank you to this podcast. You know, it's kind of like a fucking weird form of therapy because I haven't cried or gotten emotional until I start talking about these things. Because, <laughs> you know, everyone here knows me. I don't talk about myself or I hold everything in. So this podcast has helped me as a person. It's helped people get to know me. It's helped me figure out how to be a better player in person. Um, so just thank you. Um, and... You know, it's like I don't even care about the close loss anymore. I've had so many and I've improved so much and I have so much to be grateful for. And it's just, yeah, I don't even know what to say anymore. I didn't expect to do this. You play great. You, dude, you had a fantastic. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, whatever that pool's day was, you played awful. Um, but, and I'm very blunt with Gavin. Like, I tell him all the time, like, the. This is actually how our conversations go in person, like, or if I'm not at the event, I like, I'm messaging him on Discord, like, 
bro, you're playing terrible. Or if I see him playing well, I'm like, oh, you're playing really well. Or maybe a certain character is playing really well. So I'm like, oh, like this character is playing really well today. Like I see that that's playing really well. So, um, yeah, I think you did fantastic all weekend. Um, Akola played very well in the end. I mean, I it was like one of those things. It was really cool to see because it was like, you know, you're going through Summit and you beat Proto, which is like a huge win. And then you're in Winner's Finals and you have to play Big D and you beat him already. And it's kind of like, all right, did Big D adapt? And it's like, how much can Big D overcome this matchup, which is incredible and then like you're incredible at the game right and then you're sitting there like and there's not that many people left in the tournament and you're it's either hey i'm playing hopefully i play proto in grands or i play aqua in grands like i feel like at some point you got to that point because it's just like i i need to beat these people for it to feel like i won the last summit like i really like went out this way like boom we got the dub and like you go up to play alcohol and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is it. Like you win win or lose, like we'll see what happens. And then you you played fantastic. Like I know you're really hard on yourself. You're like, oh man, like I didn't do certain things, but like I think you played really well. I think Alcola played really well. It's like a fantastic grants to watch. Um, like some of the adaptations he made on like a lot of your timings, like even with pairing or like he started doing dash attacks on like certain things. I was like, the, the kid is aware. Like that's the thing. Like I I I don't like how much people bash him because he's very aware of what's happening in the game. I get it. He's on Steve, right? Like the character's insane. But he is also insane at the game. Like when you're playing him, you can see like if once you get to a certain level, you can see what's happening and like the cogwheels in his brain just turning like, oh, okay, this is a situation. I'm going to approach it this way, like slightly differently. And it, it happens over and over and over. And he, yes, Steve can like, it's part of the reason he can make that many adjustments, but also like, he's just that good. So like you played very, very well. Some of those games you started out getting zero to death and you kept it close, right? They went to last hit. Like, I think you did like fantastic. And it was really cool to see. Um, and yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad I was there to, to help you as much as I could. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, thank you. Like even over the years, like Charles is an official coach of mine, like, and I've just, you know, I've sacrificed a lot for, for the game. And like, my goal has always been to be the best. And sometimes when things don't go well, like, you know, I get really negative, like, was this worth it? Like, you know, and I'm not to get too into it, but like, you know, I have my own like personal uh, issues. Um, so I've sacrificed a lot. I've sacrificed being with friends and family. I've sacrificed, you know, my own mind and body for Smash. And it's cool to suffer such a devastating loss and still feel grateful and still feel like it um this is worth it um and you know i i have like you guys to thank for that and also everyone watching and just so many people and yeah that's good good stuff yeah i don't really know where to take the conversation from here but it's hard to follow up on that one um but i think we've been going good 
in terms of just the Smash community in general, I don't think this is the end of Smash by no means. We've lost a very big part of Smash, absolutely, and we deeply appreciate that. So ever, from everyone on the Tweak Talks podcast, you know, we love you, BTS. Thank you for everything you've done for the Smash community. And I think on that note, we're going to go ahead and end it. True. See ya. See ya. See ya. Thank you.